This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, now part of the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's, I'm not getting, I'm not getting enjoyment out of this. He was a before the bell rings all star. All right, everybody. It is Thursday night, January 4th, 2024. That's right. Happy New Year. I hope you all made it through safe and sound and welcome back to another episode. The first episode of 2024, episode 176 of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I am one of your hosts, the man with the award-winning and holy beard, DJ. I'm going to wrap around the room here and introduce this cast of characters that we have on here, starting with from the Rob the Genius podcast. He is the minister of truth, the father of facts and figures, the deacon of data. He is the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling podcast, Ray Cash's daddy, and the man with the golden shovel, Mr. Rob. Sir, how was your New Year's? Yeah, it wasn't bad, and I fell asleep very early like i'm prone to do <laughs> me too me too but but don't feel bad yeah i yeah i don't yet yeah, um staying up to uh ringing a new year is not a thing that i'm really <laughs> do all of that very often anymore you. so i was but um it was fun you know for what it was and um yep. you know watching football and that's pretty much what it was okay no i didn't do much i Bought a. I'm trying to get back into one of my old time hobbies, which was putting together model cars. And I bought a truck over the Christmas holiday, and I spent New Year's Eve painting that thing. You know, the whole weekend. That's pretty much what I did was paint that thing, and it's still sitting in pieces on my my desk behind me in the pod cave, waiting to be. It's like half glued together. I think I'll probably finish it over the weekend. So. And hailing from Purple Haze and Cloud Nine, he is Bucky's tag team partner, a man destined to go through a barbershop window. Jason, sir, welcome to 2024. I'm happy you'll have me in 2024. Yeah, and I'll we'll put it this way. I'm happy 2024 will have me. Yep, 2024 will have you. And we've decided after three years of being on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast that we're going to keep you. I think we're yes! going to keep you. Let's go! Ju- <laughs> I'm hired! H- huge news. Yeah. After a three-year job interview, Jason is now a permanent fixture of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, jo- the joke, of course, being for you, uh, if you're not a longtime listener, is that I joined these two space cadets three years ago, and it was a... Uh, it was, hey... Jason, you want to come on the podcast and just try it out? Sure, why not? You know, I'll just be a guest one time, you know, blah, 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 jump on. 
jumped on the episode, had a great episode, don't remember what we talked about at all, and got the end of the episode. We all, all three of us just kind of, well, these two looked at me and they were like, all right, so what are we talking about next week? And I was like, <laughs> all right, I guess we're here. And no one ever actually said, hey, do you want to join the show permanently? I just kind of <laughs> did. Like when Roderick <laughs> Strong joined the Undisputed Era, he just beat the shit out of Pete Dunne, grabbed the Undisputed uh, like wrist uh, elbow pad or uh, armband, off of Adam Cole, rolled it on his own arm and said, I'm in the group now, guess what? And they were like, okay, cool. That's really how it happened, and that's really how Jason joined the uh, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. That's exactly it. He's been squatting here for three years, and one day Rob and I just looked around and said, this guy's been here for a while. I guess I, I guess we're keeping him. He's like the, the guy yep. on the couch from a half-baked. <laughs> An apt comparison. <laughs> all right so as we kick off the new year uh we're hoping for a run-in not going to spoil anything uh waiting to hear back but we may have a run-in a little bit later in this episode we got a lot to talk about we man we day one january 1st wwe just kicked things into high gear we are officially on the road to wrestlemania after day one we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet. Will she, won't she, what's she going to do? A lot of speculation, a lot of rumors, a lot of news with a Z. We're going to break that down today. Uh, we're also going to talk uh, new AEW World Heavyweight Champion now, right? Yes. Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put Tony Khan pulled the trigger on Samoa Joe, albeit I understand it's a plot point to a larger story that they're telling, but he still pulled the trigger on Samoa Joe. Rob, Rob's got some thoughts on that. And then at the tail end of this thing, I want to wrap something up talking about just something we've talked about on the show before, an amazing idea, an amazing concept, uh, wrestling club. Uh, big thing came up, what, today, I think, Cody Rhodes, today or yesterday, Cody Rhodes made that announcement to him. No, let's uh, just do it now. So he's yeah. pay, Cody announced of his own volition that he is paying for uh, all the hotels and all the... Not the tickets. It was the hotels and it was the tickets. flights. Oh, was it, it was, tickets? It was okay, hotels, hotels and tickets. tickets. He's taking That's care it. of their hotels and their tickets for the entirety of Wrestle Club and Victor's his name, right? Yeah. Victor. Yeah. <clears throat> and just absolutely incredible human uh, in Cody Rhodes that he's doing that for these kids. And I'm super excited for these kids. Uh, super excited. You know, we've put over Victor and Wrestling Club in the past year before. I think it's a wonderful idea and a wonderful opportunity um, as a, a father of a kid who's had some troubles over the last few years, I know how hard it can be being a parent. I know how hard it can be getting kids interested in after-school ideas. And I think it's wonderful that these kids have a place that they can go to. Because if you've ever been a latchkey kid or just anything like that, idle kids can sometimes get in trouble. And some, not every kid is going to be an athlete. Not every kid is going to play football, basketball, baseball, any of that. Kids need hobbies. And, you know, like I take my girlfriend's kid. He's not an athlete, but he had robotics club. He did robotics after school. And, you know, now we've got this place where these kids can go and engage with other kids who love this thing. And it's more than just sitting down and watching wrestling. Like he gets these kids engaged. He gives them homework. It gives them things to write about. It's like he's got them doing projects related to the wrestling. 
And it, it, it gives these kids something to do. And I think that's so amazing. And I can't put that over enough, you know, for Victor to be doing that. And, and just, I think it's an amazing, amazing thing that Cody Rhodes is doing here. Um, you know, giving these kids the opportunity to go to WrestleMania, I, I can't put that over enough, you know, as well as the entire wrestling club concept. As I told you guys at the beginning of the episode, we have a run-in. We are not alone tonight. We are joined by the official, unofficial fourth member of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, although I guess I could kind of liken him to the, the Roman Reigns of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast because he's he's part-time. He shows up when he wants. We only see him a couple of times a year. <laughs> He is. I'm getting the look and the finger for Jason right now. (laughs) He is the host of the. I just fell right on my head. Don't don't do it. My old ass is going to come up with it. The Outsider's Edge. I knew I was going to do it. The host of the Outsider's Edge. Sometimes everybody, everybody sometimes put your hands together. Please put your hands together for Rob's son, Ray Cash. The yin to Rob's yang, the pain in Rob's ass, and Mr. Ray support, Cash. And the child support payment to Rob's bank account, apparently, according to <laughs> <Good> God. <laughs> Mr. Cash, um, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. I apologize for my tardiness. For those of you who don't, you guys have been listening to us for a long time. You know these three guys are East Coasters. I'm in Texas. So when they say 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, they don't mean 7 o'clock when all the shows come on. They mean like 6 my time. So just really getting home. Sorry. That's all right, buddy. I'm just glad you could be here, man. I said, we're yeah. sitting here thinking about everything we need to talk about. And... When we have you on here, you know, the three of us are awesome. When we have you on here, we just have an increase in the energy and an increase in the the knowledge that you bring to the table. And with everything that we've got to talk about tonight, Rob, you stop it. Well, can can I say one thing real fast? Yes. Jason, it's a good-looking haircut, sir. I haven't seen you since you cut your hair. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah, genuinely. What's good on you, man? Once in a while. You know, I'll grow the hair long. I had it long for years. And then... Sometimes I sit down in the chair and the guy's like, what do you want to do? And sometimes it's like, yeah, just trim off the split ends, shape it up in the back. Let me keep going. And then sometimes that, I just go, take it off. You got to take one haircut. Thing. You look like you just got your haircut to go ahead and start on Sunday. That's what you look like. Hey, man, <laughs> at this point, the Patriots might take me. Dog, that's not a lie, bro. <laughs> that's not a lie. Oh, Ooh, that's not a lie. By the way, I just you know I haven't, I haven't seen a good a few of you guys in a while, so I've seen DJ, but I haven't seen Jason in a minute. And fucking Rob, <laughs> what's up, hey, big as, as, Well, okay, if you haven't listened to the show in a while, then you might not know that DJ puts Rob over as you know the man with the award-winning uh, the excuse me, that's DJ the, gold, the, guy the man the with the golden the man with the golden shovel and Ray Cash's daddy. Rob, welcome to the show. They've been on this show three years. I just put him over. We just officially hired Jason after three years of internship, and he fucks up my intro. Rob's the guy with the award-winning beard. Jason hey, finally listen. got Jason finally got some benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Jason gets PTO and yeah, that's right. <laughs> Holiday pay. I get my vacation days. Yeah, good on you, brother. Nice man. Good on you. And is it is it like the the 
just like the hot ones, like Christmas and New Year's Eve, or do you, does he get like Martin Luther King Day? Let me look at the book. I think after three years, Jason qualifies for Arbor Day. You get Arbor Day off, Jason. Perfect. <laughs> it's a start. Okay, I, I knew you were in the middle of, I, the middle of talking about something. I didn't mean to. Yeah, no, we were just talking. Uh, we kicked off the show. Well, DJ, I was going to say there's one thing. On the Mindless Wrestling Podcast and on the Chairshot Radio Network, there's definitely a PTL blackout right now because we are on the road to WrestleMania after day one. Uh, we are going to be busy at the Chairshot Radio Network. You can find all of that on thechairshot.com. Also, I want to invite you to go over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot. From there, you can pick up any number of t-shirts from your favorite Chairshot Radio Network podcast, including this very podcast that you're listening to right now, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chairshot. Pick up hashtag journalism. Well, thank you, Mr. Cash. Now, Ray, before you got on here, we were talking about uh, Victor and Wrestling Club and Cody Rhodes letting them know. Absolutely. Real applause. life baby face, bro. Real uh, life baby face. Absolutely great human. And like I was telling the guys and, and the listeners, as a, a father of a, of a troubled team, um, I'm glad that these kids have something. Because as I said, the yeah. statement I made was idle kids can get in trouble. They, they find other things to do, and not every kid is going to be an athlete. Um, not every kid is going to be like some mathematician or anything like that. So finding commonality for kids to get together and, and, and enjoy in a group the things that they enjoy, this has been so awesome. And I can't put that over enough um, that, that Victor has done this for these kids, that Cody is now doing this to these kids or for these kids and for him, it's it's just an amazing thing. So, a couple things. Number one, not just any kids. If I believe, I'm, I know it's in New York, but I believe this is they're like the schools in Brooklyn or something like that. Yeah, like these aren't kids who are living in privileged areas. Like these, no, these are kids. Are kids. Who, yeah. So, number one, number two, shout out to Victor. By the way, if y'all don't know, like Victor, he's a musician, and like his Spotify has like over a million streams. So, like he ain't just some dude out here just like with the books like he's good i actually talked to victor last year and tried to get him to come on the show but he was on that ascent and he was like i can't yeah. <clears throat> quite you know hey, you know what i don't take offense to it he's yeah. a he's a he's a big guy now and no yeah it was it we're, was, we're, 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 we're the outlaw mud show hey, of ray? the chair shot radio network ray i just gotta tell you if i had to choose between rubbing shoulders with cody rhodes and rubbing shoulders with you or rob or dj yeah. No, I I make that choice will be made. I wasn't offended. I told him I get it, bro. (laughs) Just know that just know you got supporters down here. Um, Oh yeah. But man, it's we have to if we're gonna do this right, we gotta shout out uh, all the black podcasts that like were the ones who propped them up originally, like the A Show, Public Enemies, like all those guys that like started the first GoFundMe for them to go to the WrestleMania the first time. They're they're not here without without those guys. But right, right. WWE and um, Triple H and those guys, whenever they go, they look out for them. Tony and you know Pretty Tony and 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 AEW and um, uh, Amanda Huber, really because like she's like a Hall of Famer. They put in a Hall of Fame in their the wrestling club. She looks out for them heavy. Cody been there for him. I have been wondering. 
because they keep having to raise money and stuff, and I get that's what we do. But like, I was, I never understood, man. Just get these kids some tickets. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm glad Cody yeah. pulled through, man. I'm glad he pulled through because they deserve it. They, they, you know, they got a, they got a, they got a championship title now. I saw that. That thing's pretty dope looking. Seriously, bro. Like, <laughs> like it, they're actually working on making the wrestling club a thing. You like company countrywide. Yeah, I I follow Victor on the app formerly known as Twitter, and he's talked about that. He said that there's now some other schools that have, and they, you know, I watch him interact with other teachers and educators, you know, online, and you know, there are other teachers that are picking that up and running with that idea. I think it's incredible. I think it's a great, great thing. Beautiful thing, man. When they say the kids are our future, that's not the truth. The kids are our now. Yeah. Mm. You give them the love and the respect that they deserve, they will give you the same. And if you see the fervor and the passion in which they talk about wrestling, they are going and doing homework on wrestling, the reverence they give Victor and the other teachers and chaperones, like, or the wrestlers, like, you can tell they have a real passion about this. And you're just sowing that seed and giving them. Some of these kids may not need it, but giving these guys, these kids, just a little bit more to get on to the next day. And that sometimes that's everything for somebody. Yeah. And it's a beautiful yeah, thing, man. So shout out, shout out to Victor and the club. That's amazing. I, I'm i not going to Philly. I know you two are. I know Jake, Jason and Rob are going. Um, damn, I would I would love to go. And, man, I'd buy Victor a beer and buy the kids a shirt or something, though. Like, they deserve it. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely, he's gonna be swimming in shirts. Oh, they—they're not paying for nothing. No, <laughs> yeah, that, no. That sh- and it should be comp. It should. That's such a good thing. Seriously, like, like they're—they're they're gonna walk around like kings because you know it is. We know WrestleMania is. Uh, excuse me, wrestling fan, dumb is a bubble. We know that, but the bubble descends upon the WrestleMania city during WrestleMania, yep. and the bubble is. The size of that city. Those kids are gonna walk around like kings and queens, and rightfully so. I, I hope they get. I hope they do a special on it. Did you guys watch the Vlad special? Dog, I can't. No. So it never got advertised. Really? Oh, no, I watched it, it the day it, it dropped. My gosh! It, if you know Vlad and you've watched Vlad and you kind of know the backstory, it gets you in the feels. And for that first WrestleMania back in Tampa, where they had the 50-50 crowd. Um, they rolled out the red carpet for him as best they could. I hope they do something similar for these kids because I think that would be very special, a very cool moment in time for those kids to look back in when they're our age. You know, when they're old men and they're all doing their podcast or hell, if some of them even become wrestlers or get into the business in some capacity, they can look back at that and say, you know what, for me, that was day one. You know, that was the day for me that solidified this is what I want to do. You know, that would be very cool. All right. So as I was saying before we, you know, had Ray jump in here, we got a busy, busy thing. We talked about Wrestling Club. We are going to talk day one, WWE exploded hot out of the gate. Huge, huge return. Huge. You can't say enough about this return. Jinder Mahal back on Monday Night Raw. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. The modern day Maharaja knocks it out of the park once again. Cannot put that guy over enough. Good luck finding me anything where that guy has not delivered. Picking backing off of that, <laughs> Dwayne shows up with seven bucks in his pocket. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Literally. Seven and, and, and now the road to WrestleMania has been paved. 
And now the speculation has come out. Now, what are they actually going to do? Are they going to do WrestleMania? What's going to happen to Cody? There are so many. I'm thinking of Loki season two, mm-hmm. and there's so many things branching off from here. We got to kind of grab it all and bring it back in and turn ourselves into the tree here. You know, we, we've, we've got to we got to find a way to reel the timeline in, guys, because people are all over the damn road. Um. I don't even know where to start here. So, Jason, let's start with you, because I think you've probably got a bit to say about this. Well, As he starts off quiet. <laughs> well, well um, he's, he's here, everybody. He said the thing. We're going to do the thing. He's finally here. Now that he's on the outs from Vin, now that he's on the outs from DC Comics, now that he's on the outs from, you know, various other people. Hilarious! You're coming back now. Anyway, all, all that being said, is he just signed a fifty million dollar deal with Netflix. No, Jason, let's no, not. Oh forget. yeah, I'm. I'm not no, saying. No, I'm not saying this is a charity way. run. No, yeah, guys, no. I'm not saying this is a charity run or anything like that. The guy's doing fine, and he's going to continue to do fine and be one of the most famous people ever to famous. I get it. We're not getting you know broken down you know Stone Cold Steve Austin or something like that. I don't know. You listen so, to the timeline. They think differently. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Well, should, Jason, you should have made, made the Thanos speech. Jason, you should have made the Thanos speech. You couldn't well, live with your failure. Where does that bring yeah. you? Right, <laughs> back, back to me. Back to me. Yeah. <laughs> back to me. That's right. So, so here we are. Okay, we're going to do the thing. Now, the funniest outcome possible and the one that I still, still think there is a 2% chance that this is true. And none of you can tell me that there is a 0% chance just because of what we know about this dude. He was completely ad-libbing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Nothing nothing (laughs) was discussed. Nothing Nothing was in pen. Nothing was even in paper. As soon as he says, where am I gonna sit? Triple H is in the back saying, shut the fuck up. And as soon as he says, maybe I sit at the head of the table, <laughs> Triple H throws his headset across the room. There, there is a non-zero chance that happened. Cena just did this shit. Remember in UK when it was like WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah. And and the way you know that Cena's was really off the cuff was they never said it again. Yeah. Nope. Never even so mentioned it. It's, like, it's a good talks. question. It's, yeah. So, okay, and yes, WWE social media is has no choice but to run with it. Mm-hmm. It's the most famous person on the planet possibly teasing the, the battle we've all been waiting for. Biggest wrestler on the planet. So, with that said, oh, the biggest match that, that wrestling offers you today, period, end of story. That is the biggest match. Sorry, Kenny Omega versus whoever. Sorry, Young Bucks. Sorry, Tony. Anything you could put you on, need to apologize on to your the Young show. Bucks. Well, it's yeah. it's a they, they need to apologize to us. Thing. Yeah, I should. So apologize okay. for showing up in my YouTube feed for whatever reason. I don't watch them now. Damn. Let's say. <laughs> Damn. Let's say there is the is a plan. Okay, guys, if there is a plan, guess what the plan is? Rob? When are they doing this? The plan is The Rock 
versus Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania Night 2 for the Universal Championship and the Tribal Chiefdom. That, that is, is the plan. Period. End of story. I don't want to hear your elimination chambers. I don't want to hear your your Perth. Oh, the Perth government wants The Rock. Everyone wants fucking The Rock. I would love to have The Rock on this show. Yeah, I would love but... No offense, Ray. But again, if The Rock <laughs> did a run-in, I'd be like, Ray, you got to go. There's too many audio channels. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah, go. Yeah, man. yeah. Oh, no. Look, I know my place. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, the Perth government wants The Rock. No shit, Sherlock. Floor. Thanks, man. Now, and to that I'll say, easy solution, yeah, Ro- that's where, because this is, Roman's opponents have all basically been introduced, the big ones, while he's standing over the corpse of his last one. So we follow the pattern, Elimination Chamber, he beats whoever, AJ, Randy, blah, 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 whoever didn't get the Rumble match. Right. And then, and then boom, Rocky comes out, maybe even there's there's contact. I doubt it. You save it for the match. And but whatever. I'm gonna and, link something a little bit later on down the road. I'm I've I've got a booking by DJ, not booking by Tunny. I've got I've got a booking idea. Okay. That I'm gonna get to in a few minutes. That is better. So than before we get better to than booking, booking by Tunny. Yeah. Before we get to the booking by DJ, uh, there's uh, yeah. Get this elimination chamber thing out of here, Rob. Tell them. And also tell them the media thing, Rob. Show them okay. the numbers. Hit them with the numbers. Is Rob okay. your Paul Heyman? You're sending, you're sending Ladies and gentlemen, the deacon of data. First of all, there's a very important number that you people need to know. That number is 13. You know what the significance of 13 is? It's yes. the time difference between Perth, Australia and the East Coast. Of the United States. hours. The show starts at 5.30 local time in Perth, Australia. That is 4.30 in the morning here on the East Coast. Where Ray is, that's what, 3.30, 2.30 for you, Ray? Something like that, yeah. If you think... On a, on a what day? On a Saturday. On a Saturday. When, when, when a good portion <laughs> of the audience is hungover or not home yet from hanging out... Again... Yeah, you I Vegas motherfuckers are just getting home. I mean, I need to reiterate and go back two minutes. The biggest match wrestling offers. And, period. And let me just say this: this is this is the biggest match since Hogan Andre at WrestleMania three. I'm gonna make that comparison too. It is. Oh, it is. It is the biggest Cena. match since Ray. Ray, Rock sorry, Cena. I got. I got to stick up for my co-host this time. Brock Cena was the biggest match we've ever had. No, it wasn't. You know why? Because the company no, wasn't where Rock it is wasn't right that now. Famous. The, Rock the company wasn't was, in the no, same stratosphere. No, that, that match and neither was, was the turn, company. That match <clears throat> turned business around. That this is at the height of business. Okay? I don't disagree with you that it, okay. it turned business around. I absolutely agree with that. But also the business compared to what it was then, compared to when Roxena did it, it's totally different. Well, and that okay, but this is the big this will be the biggest match since WrestleMania 3. It will be. Okay. And Regardless, it's the biggest match professional wrestling offers now. It'll be the second biggest, and I'll tie that into my booking by DJ in a few minutes. So So there's a a 13-hour time difference. They're not going Uh to book the biggest match in several, we'll just say several decades. They're not going to book that on a show that starts at 4.30 in the morning on the East Coast. They are not going to do that. You know why they're not going to do that? Because they're not stupid. 
Just like I told you guys, the Universal Championship wasn't changing hands at 6.30 in the afternoon at Clash in the Castle. Thank you, Solo Sokoa. Yes, and so they're not going to do it there, okay? And that's just one reason, okay? There's another reason. If you do, whoever has to follow the Rock and Roman Reigns is a, is a letdown, okay? Whoever, Cody, as great as Cody is, following the Rock is a letdown, okay? It just is. Okay, you know, if you got to go on stage after Mick Jagger, it's a letdown, no matter who you are. Okay, or after Beyonce, if you or whoever, you know, you go on stage after one of them, it's a letdown. All right, and so, yes, if you if okay, and I guarantee you, Cody doesn't want to go on after The Rock. Okay, Cody doesn't want to do his match a month after The Rock, he does not want to do that. Cody is a very smart man. Okay, he knows good and damn well that he would be better off waiting till SummerSlam. Okay, when when things might need another pick me up, then as opposed to doing it a month after the Rock. Okay, Cody. Okay, Cody knows better. All right, and here's the other thing. You know, WrestleMania is like the big. It is the big media event for, for professional wrestling. All these media outlets, that so many of which only cover one wrestling event all year, and that is WrestleMania. Okay, if you do Roman Reigns versus The Rock on a different show, you know what all those people are going to do? They're going to cover that show. And all these people who have shoestring budgets for things and shoestring schedules to cover things, they're not going to Australia in February and then turn around and cover WrestleMania. And I might add, they're not going to Australia. If they have to go to Australia in February, two weeks after the Super Bowl, they are not going to have the money or the bandwidth or whatever to cover WrestleMania, which is the biggest show of the year. Okay. And they'll be forced to cover Elimination Chamber because yes. of The Rock. Yes, because that's they where you're going. It would be foolish not to cover Elimination Chamber yes. because The Rock. Whether they whether we're they travel, all, we're all they, ahem. I was about to say something. Oh, we're about oh. all recognizing how famous Rocky is right now. I almost use an A word, and we're not fucking doing that. Okay, but <laughs> exactly, Sorry, and hot. it's it's yeah. I mean, if if you have if all of these places that can only co- they have to make a choice about which thing they're going to cover. Covering WrestleMania is easy. It's the biggest show of the year. You just go, we'll, we'll do WrestleMania. Okay. If you have to pick between WrestleMania and some other show that The Rock is on, then you're going to cover The Rock, whether you travel to the city or not. Okay. Because, you know, most of these media outlets, they're not us. They're not wrestling podcasts who talk about this stuff every week and watch every show. And, you know, most of these media outlets, a lot of these media outlets, they might have one or two people who even like pro wrestling and they have to talk their boss into even being able to cover anything. Okay, and yeah, you can talk to your boss who, who thinks wrestling is dumb. You can talk, well, I'm going to go cover The Rock. Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, well now well, can, I, can I go cover WrestleMania next month? Hell no. You already covered The Rock. So suddenly you're Lois Lane in at Man of Steel trying to borrow a helicopter, uh, Batman right. versus Superman, trying to borrow a... 
Right. And borrow a helicopter. And you're the boss going, coach, coach. <laughs> Fly coach. <laughs> right, and, right. And so it's just, no, there's, and the, the, the bandwidth is not there for that. And also, WrestleMania is a show that there are people who only watch WrestleMania all year. That's the only show they watch. If you have The Rock and Roman Reigns on a different show, you know what, you, you know what the only show they're going to watch that, that year is? The one that The Rock is on. Okay. All right. That's Rock. okay. If, 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 if they got it, the people who only watch one show, they're going to watch the show that The Rock is on. Right. Okay. Just like in 2012, when I wasn't really all that interested in professional wrestling at, at the time, well, I was kind of watching a little bit, but not so much. But then, oh, The Rock is going to be on the, the next WrestleMania. Okay. That's what brought me back. Okay. So- so that, that, that okay, and, and and just for the poster, dude, just for the poster, that's a WrestleMania poster. That's yes. not an elimination chamber poster. Yes. Are I you mean, for real? Eliminate Roman and The Rock, and then the fucking chamber in the middle, and and they got so, little heads at the bottom of who's in the chamber match. No, it's Rock on one side, Roman on the other. WrestleMania logo. Good night, everybody. Yeah. All right. So you guys have laid out a real good argument. I don't want to cut you off, but I know I know Ray is over here. He's he's steaming. He had his hands steepled at one point. He was <sighs> deep in thought. I think he's actually writing notes down on the whiteboard. No, um, <clears throat> Mr. Cash, do you have a counter argument here? Oh, I have a major argument. The funny. Oh, thing here is, it comes. Here it comes. I didn't come on here prepared to talk about elimination chamber. I just came prepared to talk about the match in general. But the elimination chamber thing, since we've gone there, let's go there. First and foremost, I don't begrudge you gentlemen and your points. A lot of them are very valid. Right. I'm sorry. Just to clarify, what do you, because I laid out mine and Rob agrees what the, the plan is. What mm-hmm. do you, Ray Cash, think the plan is? I know you're going to argue why the match can be in elimination chamber. Just to be clear to the audience, what do you believe is going to happen? Unfortunately, I think Rock fucked up WrestleMania and it's going to be Rock Roman. And by accident, I, no, I think I I think he hit him last minute and said, "Hey, I'm free. I want to do the match now or never." Okay, but let's let's not act like so this hasn't just, been speculated for months. We just didn't, didn't have a clear answer from him hostage. until Monday night. Well, but that's but that's the problem. You can't, <clears throat> you can't book a wrestling show waiting on one person to say if he wants to do it or not. This is we're basically back in we're basically back in what is it twenty. 2016 with the Packers when Brett Favre was like, yeah, I may come back. I may not. You can't build your team if you don't know if your quarterback is coming back or not. You can't build a show that's episodic every week of the year when you're building the one major show and you got one dude who's like, yeah, I'll see. So, but we'll talk about, I'm sure we'll get into the specifics of that. Strictly on the Nation Chamber thing. You guys, again, I don't think you're wrong in your thinking. I just think the one thing you're not paying attention to is everything you're saying is valid and irrelevant 10 years ago. We're in a different world. And you're, I don't think you guys are... No. Like, no. Not, like, yes, yes, yes. Not a month before WrestleMania. This was November, sure, but you're not ta- a month before WrestleMania. Yes, 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 a million times yes. Let me tell you why. I'm, let, me tell, let, me, let me give you some facts. Mr. Deacon of Data. Oh, here we some go. Facts. Here we first go. And foremost, first and foremost, the idea that only the biggest match can happen at WrestleMania, Shield Triple Threat. Major matches happen all the time on these other shows. 
More you can't so. equate that shield, to shield, triple can threat. I, can I give him a point? Can I give him a point? Can I give him a point? The shield triple threat isn't in the same stratosphere. Not the, nothing not the same in the solar same system. There's yes. no point in me saying my point. And there's nothing in the same point. stratosphere gonna, as WrestleMania. You're not going to let me speak. Then you're not going to use nuance. Good, good, good. You're not no, going to use nuance for what I'm actually saying. I'm not going to no, go right. Let him We gave him the floor. Let him. Big Brock Lesnar matches have happened at SummerSlam, have happened at Backlash, have happened at whatever. That's all I'm saying. So you're right. That's all I'm saying. Big matches that have been built up have happened at other shows besides WrestleMania. That's the only point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to say anything's in the same bandwidth as this. I'm not trying to say that. The point I'm trying to make, though, is in the world we live in now, which is a drastically different world than we lived in last year, three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, we live in a world where every pay-per-view that they're doing, for the most part, or PLE, sorry, Hunter, is in stadiums now. Countries are bidding for their shows. So we who grew up in the Attitude Era, who grew up before the Attitude Era, who grew up before wrestling made the big boom it did in the 90s, remember when you had to get every pay-per-view or every show and it was in your house or backlash didn't matter. Now backlash is going to be in a 45-seat arena, 45,000-seat arena in in, in another country, right? right? So, wow. Yes, sir. And you're right. They are building to that. And I want to build off that point. They are building their outside market. And know what they're going to show everybody in Philly in, Philly in, in a couple of months? Okay. Look what you get if you bid for a WrestleMania. You got it, what? bro. What's, what's the next topic? But no, I'm sorry. no, 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 no. Go I can't fucking go. talk. No, all right, no. Fair you guys are so blinded and blinded. I finish. can't even give a a, a, a a differing opinion. Let, let him finish. No, let, let no, him finish. I don't even want. You're right. What's the point? No, what's the fucking point? <laughs> There's no point. No, like, uh, no, you guys don't even want to hear the the former. Uh, the, well, the, uh, yeah, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. It like at, at but at this point, I didn't, it doesn't even matter because I'm talking to the void. Like it's what I, I, I want you guys to believe in your points. Like I want to believe in mine and we can have the back and forth. That's the fun of the show. Sure. But if I can't even you don't if you don't even allow yourself to hear the other point. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Even well, if you right, disagree with me, like you're not even allowing yourself to hear the damn point. So let's just okay, move on. So what, cool. I'm not offended. So what would so what would it prove or to what would it prove to whom with having Rock and and Roman happen at Elimination Chamber? It's not about it's not proving, it's about business. WrestleMania is going to sell if the main event is Jinder Mahal versus Hornswoggle. You're not building the business of WrestleMania. The seats are already sold. You're not, you don't sell pay-per-views anymore. You don't need a buy rate. Mm. Peacock is already sold, right? You've already made your money off the show. It's these other PLEs that you need to build up. You got a a pay-per-view, a PLE in Australia in a 60,000-seat arena. That needs to be filled, right? That needs that needs to to, to to be filled. So you'd hope there's a big match. All every one of these shows that's been in that since they've started doing them in these other countries, not counting Canada. I'm talking like Clash of the Castle or or the Backlash of Puerto Rico, have been anchored by the biggest match possible. Roman Drew was the biggest match possible, or a superstar. Bad Bunny wrestled at a pay-per-view in Backlash. You know the only other time he's ever wrestled? I'm not counting the, the Rumble shit. WrestleManias. Right? 
he main evented a show essentially in back in Puerto Rico because they were able to get that show off of his back. So I'm not saying definitively here tonight, well, it's going to be rocking Roman Elimination Chamber. I'm saying the point makes all the sense in the world if you wanted to do that. Let's also talk about the fact that one cool thing that they do is they try to honor the area and the culture of the site they go to whenever they go. Like when they when they do, um, is it Backlash this year that's going to be in Germany? Or whatever mm-hmm. show it's going to be in Germany? They're in France. Backlash. For Backlash. Yeah, France. Okay. What show is in Germany? It's called like Bash in Berlin or something or other. Bash in Berlin. You, Gunther will be the main event. I'm telling you that now because that's what they've been doing because they know those people want to see their people. You know what area is is right next to Australia and is majorly represented in Australia? Polynesia. Hmm. We talked about really? how, and you guys may disagree with me on the point that the tribe, the title of the tribal chief is just as important to the Anoa'i family as the title. Not to the rest of the world, but to that family, <laughs> it's important, right? You even brought up the point about the Rock's grandfather being the high chief, right? Yep, that was my point. It's you know, Peter Maivia was the high chief and Roman yeah. Reigns is the tribal chief. And and right there it's already your hook. If you've got a hook built in. The only other place it makes sense if we're talking uh, area that has the 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 sentiment of that area of that people would have been LA or San Francisco because that's where they all grew up in America. But if you're doing it again, Perth, which is literally like two hours from Samoa, there is something about that that could be like very beautiful if you if you play it right. So much so much of Australia. Australia's culture um, is built around what the Polynesians do. Uh, the Australian rugby teams and and the the football teams do the haka. Like it's 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 a big thing. So I, okay. I I think the idea of them possibly doing that match has a lot of points. In in this world where you know I don't have to sell a buy rate, I don't have to. Um, I've already made my money when it comes to these billion-dollar TV deals, this billion-dollar Peacock deal. All I got to do is worry about is filling the seats and getting the people interested in selling merch. In this world where you don't have to do that, you don't have to worry about selling the house anymore for WrestleMania. It's going to sell itself. But if you were to to treat these B-level pay-per-views as we look at them as WrestleMania adjacent, yeah, this may not be WrestleMania for the world, but this is WrestleMania for Australia. This is WrestleMania for France. This is WrestleMania for Puerto Rico. If you treat them as such, you will get a similar a similar output. And to the point that wrestling, um, um, all these media people got to pick one, every major media outlet, every mid-major media outlet already covers wrestling to this, to this day. That's what I say. We're ten. We're talking about things that are ten years behind. Just do a search. Go on any media, or any any one of these variety people, any of them, and just search wrestling, and you will see dozens of articles in the past three months. They all do it. We're not in the world now. We have to pick and choose anymore. We're we're we just got out of a world where our kids were. Congress was literally running through Zoom. You can do anything. You don't have to go anymore. 
Now, it'd be nice for them to go, and Rock being back would definitely make you want to go, but we're in a world now where that's not necessary anymore. We're in a world where the world is closer, and in many ways further away, but closer than we've ever been before. So you can still have your major spectacle at WrestleMania, and you're right, Jason, the poster is built for Mania. I agree, 100%. But you can still hit that up. You can still do that. And you can you you can you can and you can still sell WrestleMania, make it huge, make it the biggest thing in the world, and you can make Russell, you can make Elimination Chamber maybe the second biggest show of the year. Instead of if you're gonna treat it like it's just a, it's another one of them shows, people are gonna look at it like that. Can you imagine? Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, they announce tomorrow night. We're recording this on the Thursday, everybody. Tomorrow night. Smackdown, New Year's Revolution. Roman says, "Okay, Rock, you want me? Let's do it." But we're gonna do it down the down the ways from where we where, from where we came up, down the ways from Sa- Samoa. We're gonna do it in in in, in Perth. Can you imagine? Yes, there's gonna be some people that's gonna be disappointed, understandably so. But can you imagine the hype that show's gonna get? That show's gonna get WrestleMania level hype. Okay, whatever show Rock wrestles is gonna have WrestleMania level hype. Let's not forget. The Rock wrestled CM Punk at WrestleMania at um at um um Royal Rumble and whatever the other pay per view was. Like The Rock has shown, I'm willing to do what's best for business. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying I think it you, is a reasonable. You can, you've carved out a realistic path that this could potentially I, happen in yeah. Perth, okay. and and, and I'll you're. Admit, I'll admit now that that I, I see the potential at least. I, yeah, I mean, and I, I'm going to let Rob make a point, and then I'm going to piggyback off of what Ray was just saying in terms of transitioning from Perth into WrestleMania. Rob, go ahead. Okay. When he came back, you said he, he worked Elimination Chamber before. That that year, he worked three shows. He worked <clears throat> Rumble, he worked Elimination Chamber, and mm-hmm. he worked WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he's going to wrestle more than once, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. If he's doing one match, you were doing it at WrestleMania. Okay. You can you can honor if, his if, Samoan if, if, heritage if he has the time. We, yeah, that's okay. another thing we haven't talked about. What is his timeline? Okay, you can do all the honoring of the Samoan heritage by having Roman Reigns come down there in full regalia with with Solo and get in the ring and beat, the, and then he can beat the dog shit out of Randy Orton. And you can you can honor the Samoan heritage in that whole process. Okay, it doesn't have to be two Samoan guys fighting each other to honor the Samoan heritage. It doesn't have to be that. You're okay. not wrong. I'm it, not, okay. I'm not it, also, okay. it also could be just as simple as like you you, you say like you, you don't have a bad bunny, you don't have a this. Well, Logan Paul's part of the roster now, man. He's US champ. Um I mean yeah, I but, think I think that in and of itself says like we're in a world like like you said, we're in like a completely different stratosphere now. Logan Paul is the sitting United States champion. Okay. Yes, but all right, like, here, I, got, I got I got more. But again, we're still. It's just that gut feeling thing, man. It's all roads lead to WrestleMania, man. And and Rock and, and Roman at WrestleMania, and, like and that, look, that's it. And look, these shows and these outside the U.S. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. One of the big reasons that it, it well, this is like WrestleMania to them, because they haven't done a pay-per-view there in, in forever. You're about well, to right. It's, this this is part of the reason, aside it, from selling four-for-one tickets, that AEW was able to sell like they did in Wembley. Those yes, people are so starved now, yeah. for a wrestling show. Yes, They're going to show up like, if me and Rob wrestle right. in the main event. Just like at Clash at the Castle, it sold what it did because they hadn't been there in forever. Well, the match. So, so, that, the match that, so those too. shows also sell themselves because they haven't been there in forever. 60,000 so, is a lot of people, Rob. Let, let me post a question here. Let's let's piggyback so off of what, what Ray was so saying. So ninety thousand, and guess what? There was no one like worth Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns' salt in Wembley Stadium, you know. And right. and also, okay, the, the 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 stadium in Philly is not like a fifteen thousand seat basketball arena. No, they're about the same. They're about the same. Okay, it's so like the seventy five. It's like seventy five k. I think. So Optus, I think Lincoln Financial sixty thousand. Link holds sixty seven. They're very close. Okay, so the okay. idea that oh well, they got seventy thousand people in Perth. I mean, they're gonna have sixty thousand people in Philadelphia. But they and they gotta to, sell two nights. And, but they right. don't have to sell anything. Resume is the point. That's what y'all are missing. The is second, it sold out yet? The I don't second, think it sold out yet. No, it, it would already majority sold out. sold out. Yes, it's, yeah. it's very. It's yeah. Majority sold much. out is not sold out. If Let me post something real quick. If they would sold out, they would be screaming that from Timbuktu. Yes, they would have a press release. Like when, when Re- WrestleMania already sold out, motherfuckers. Because when yeah. when WrestleMania 35 sold out like in like two days, they they Ooh. told everybody a million times. Okay. Really loud. Anybody who would listen. All right, let's call a timeout here. I want to pose a question, and, and I'm going to piggyback off of what Ray said. Let's say Roman and Rock happens at Perth. Okay, that's part of the reason a lot of people seem to think that Hogan, Jesus, Roman and Rock are going to happen at WrestleMania is because we think. Roman is surpassing Hogan's overall run as champion in total number of cumulative days with that, with beating Hogan's first reign as WWE champion. To do that, he's got to get past, past WrestleMania, well past WrestleMania. So we've got to wrestle somebody that he's going to beat. He's going to beat Rocky. Well, and obviously, we're wrestling for the Universal Championship here. He's beating Rocky clean as a whistle in the middle of the ring, even if there's shenanigans. It's happening. Rocky is the easy person to plug into WrestleMania. That being said, hypothetically speaking, if the goal, the plan is not to surpass Hogan's record, if Hogan and Rocky happens in Perth, whoever gets Rocky or whoever gets Roman at WrestleMania, I think you've got a good story there to tell because Roman is hot off the heels of defeating The Rock. The family lineage, yeah. the, the defeating the, the grandchild of the high chief, Peter Maivia, 200 miles away from the island of Samoa, you know, in let's put him in trial com, or uh, tribal combat. Let's make it a tribal combat match because you can protect the rock a little bit more in that match. Now we get into WrestleMania. The guy coming in has got a huge mountain to climb because Roman just beat the rock. So now Roman's a big swing in D. You know, Roman's got all the big D energy in the world now because he just beat The Rock. And now 
if it's Cody, now Cody can finish the story. That's that's one avenue where I think they could tell a good story if Roman and Rocky do, or it doesn't happen at WrestleMania. So we've laid out paths to where we think they're going to go. Let's talk about the match itself. I threw out the idea of tribal combat because, you know, some people seem to think that Rocky's just not going to be ready to go. I tell those people, if you don't think the rock, yeah, he looked a little gassed on Monday night. The guy has been working out for bulk, not working out for cardio. If you think that the rock with all his resources can't get cardio and ring ready by when is, uh, when is the show in Australia? March, February, February. If you think he can't get ring ready in six to weeks, you're out of your fucking mind and just tell me you've never been to the gym without telling me you've never been to the gym. Okay, this guy has the tools, he has the talent, and he has all the resources in the world to get himself ready to get into the ring in six to eight weeks. Okay? Oh, dude, even if he ambushed Hunter like I posited that he was like, fuck it, I'm going to say head of the table and make everyone go crazy. Um, he and, and he took it seriously, he could get himself into shape for Perth. Absolutely. 100%. Curtis Axel is at his house right now. Bet you. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Curtis Axel's at his house. Yes. Good call. Good call back. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely think Rock is going to be ready. I am not worried about that at all. I think if you do a gimmick type of match like what they did with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin, you can protect the areas where the Rock may not be able to do what he did 20 years ago. Um, but let's talk about how we get to that match, whether it's at WrestleMania, whether it's at Perth, at, at Elimination Chamber, whatever the case may be, wherever it is. I'm not worried about that now. We've talked about that. We've beat that horse into the ground. Let, let's move into this. Let's talk about the match. How do we get there? Because obviously Roman has lit the fire. Or not Roman. Rock has lit the fire. Roman is obviously going to reply on Friday night. How, how and where do we go? I have some thoughts, but I want to hear, you know, Rob, let's start with you. How, where do we go from here? What's the road look like to you from now until these guys step in the ring? Okay, so at, at Rumble, he beats either AJ or Randy Orton. At the Chamber, he beats either AJ or Randy Orton, whoever he doesn't wrestle at, at Rumble. And then he can just get on the mic and say, okay, Dwayne, you know, ain't nobody else here. Ain't nobody else left. Let's go. And that's all you have to do. Okay? I would do it. That's all you have to do. You don't have, okay, because the history is already there. Okay, everything's already written. The history, okay, everything, it's already written. And that was that was one of the issues last year with him and Cody was that there wasn't, that the history wasn't written, right? There wasn't any much history, or at least the only history they had was when Roman was in the shield and Cody was teaming with Dustin. Well, right, they didn't have any history fighting kids, but yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, but they didn't have yeah, they didn't have the any history kids thing. They didn't have any history fighting for the for the title against each other. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't have any his, They didn't have any type of. They didn't have any personal. I mean, history. Roman Roman said it out loud during the promo, but Brock and Roman was personal. But that, and yeah, and the difference is, I mean, last year that was they tried, they tried their best, and the end result was great. But there was a reason that there was a lot more emotion. But there was there was way more emotion and more heat with Ray and Dominic and with Kevin and Sammy and Jimmy and Jay than there was with Roman and Cody. Okay, and if you don't believe me, you know me. I got the evidence. All right. Um, but 
but with Roman and Rock, there is the history is there. The history is already written. Okay. And so you don't have to do a bunch of TV angles to, you know, to lead up to this and lead up to that. I mean, all okay, all he's got to do is Roman all all Roman has to do is get on the mic and say, okay, you know what? I, I've beaten everybody else. You want you want to call me out? Let's do this. Get your ass into Philadelphia and we'll do this. And that's all you have to do. Okay. Again, again because it's it's the rock. Okay. Yeah. It's not it's not somebody who you have to put some work into to promote to, to casual fans or whatever. Everybody knows who the rock is. And all you need to know is that the rock is coming back to fight again. Okay. And that's okay. And that's the difference. So you don't creatively put anything into it other than, Hey, it's the rock. Well, well you don't know what I'm saying is you don't need eight weeks of TV angles of them jumping each other and cutting promos on each other. Okay. All you can. Okay. All Roman has to do is just say, let's again, he beats whoever he beats at the elimination chamber and he can get on the mic and he can, and he can say, let's go. And then rocket can come out there at the elimination chamber and get, and they can face off and boom. Okay. Can, can, can I play devil's advocate real fast? Because I agree with that. I, I, I would actually have the rock come out and challenge him. Uh, style, but well, I agree with too. the point. Ray, I'm with you. Yeah. So he, I, he's going to rock out, wants rock. this match. Rock wants this yeah. match, and he's yeah. just going to come out and be like, you know, he's going to come out and face Roman down at the end of Elimination Chamber, and then he at the SmackDown or something like that, the Rock and Roman face off, mm-hmm. advertised for a week, for a week mm-hmm. and then Roman comes, uh, Rock comes out, and DJ, to your point, uh, he'll go, you know, Peter Maivia used to be the, the high chief, and, you know, you're being the tribal queef and you're kind of a the tribal jabroni and I don't like it. And we're going to fight at WrestleMania and I'm going to take your title and I'm going to be the new and I'm going to prove that uh, I'm a tribal chief of the Anawai family. And Roman's going to say, OK, let's go. And this also, there we go. This also one one of the few moments where Roman not being there helps, helps. because that could be Rome, uh, Rock's reason for saying I'm back. Is I'll let you have it because at least you were showing up and doing the family proud. You don't even come to fucking work anymore. But the devil's advocate I wanted to play real fast, just real fast, because I know Rob, you were slightly critical of the of the bill between Cody and Roman. You kind of touched on it a bit because it wasn't much. There was no real backstory between them other than Dusty's kids and the old school uh, Rumble winner versus champion thing. Yeah, you could say the same about Rock and Roman. Rock and Roman have no history on screen. Other than Rock showing up and raising his hand in Philly, yes, we know they're they're related, but we're talking strictly on stream because all of the story between Cody and Roman was off screen. So why is it cool for them to just show up and be like, "Oh, hey, Rock, Roman, hey, WrestleMania," and that's cool enough build, but it wasn't cool enough for you for for Cody Roman? Because well, well, well both of them are cool enough for me because look, I'm one. Of, okay, we, we watch everything, okay. right? We I mean, we yeah, watch all exactly. the shows. I mean, but I'm talking about for I'm I'm talking about for people who who aren't as dialed in as us. Okay? Who didn't know where the fuck Cody was for the last three years? How about that? Mm-hmm. How about right. those three people? Yeah, it, it right. took a little more work to or reintroduce even, Cody to the people who hadn't been there for four years. Or yeah, or then it went to the Rock because the right. Rock, hey, that's that guy that was in that movie that I saw. That's but I will I, or, I will or, or say to way, that even, point, just real fast, 
just real fast to that point because i mean you're you're not wrong clearly people don't watch all the other stuff punk right all inside jokes about the shit that happened and people like huh but to that point when aj came and showed up it took months before they were like oh i know that guy he's kind of cool the second cody debuted from the from the second he debuted until now, Cody has gotten the biggest ovation in the building. Yeah, so clearly they knew who the fuck he was. We're kind of comparing apples to oranges okay. there. Yeah, because again, AJ was a bit of an in the bubble guy. Yeah, like we knew who AJ was, and the show was in Orlando, so clearly, right, the people in well, Orlando, with Cody, knew, yeah. more people knew that Cody because obviously some of us have been watching WWE for at least ten years. So we saw Cody before he went to AEW. We saw Stardust. I, so when I he came back, your point is right. But again, I'm. They knew the new shit. The whoa, like they the, the crowd right, knew, right. They knew hooks of the new Cody. Right. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They learned it really, 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 really fast. No, they didn't. They didn't do the whoa at WrestleMania. Is it the first WrestleMania? WrestleMania? Yeah, go. This is it. Yeah. No, they didn't. No, they no. learned that about as quick as they did the Robert Roode entrance, buddy. They when do the Robert the, Roode entrance. I don't think they did it in WrestleMania. When we get off the show, let's go back and uh, look and text me, message me. Because if, if I'm right. wrong, I have no problem saying I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure I remember because I was uh, blown okay. away. Seth and, Seth and Roman. Seth, Seth, Seth and, and Cody. Seth and Cody. Yeah, was it 38? Okay. 38. Yeah, 38. No. Okay. So but, I've got this wacky booking idea. And, and this only occurred to me because I was on the timeline flipping through. And the significance of this match also calls back to the significance of another match, which I will argue is the first of the two most important matches of the last 20 years, uh, Hogan and Rocky. Um, Hogan and Rocky was huge. It was a huge passing of the torch moment. And that's what we're seeing here. This, I equate this more to Hogan and, Hogan and Rocky with Rock and Roman. It's, it's the passing of the tours. The Rock is probably definitively done after this match. Like, I don't see him wrestling again after yeah. this. Um, I, I think that's it for him. I see a very significant similar moment, a passing of the torch. It would not surprise me if some way, shape, or form or another, and I only say this because we are coming up on WWE getting ready to celebrate 40 years of Hulkamania. Hulk Hogan and Roman Reigns will have some kind of interaction between now and whenever Hogan and Rock wrestle. And because, again, we're also looking at a situation where it looks like Roman is going to surpass Hogan's record. So, again, Hogan is by default tied into all of this. Okay, I see a situation where Hogan, again, this has little to do with the the interactions themselves between Rocky and Roman, but just the 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 symbolism of it, Hogan and, you know, Roman getting involved in at least a face-to-face and Roman, I hope to God, Superman punching him, what's left his hair off his head. Um, and then from there, you can have The Rock come out, cut a promo, then then we heat this thing up and we start cooking. Well, I'm, I'm, firm, yeah, I'm a firm believer that the simplest explanation is usually the right one. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, that's, you know what, uh, that's, that's how... <laughs> um, I think people are way overthinking a lot of this stuff, and they are way overcomplicating it. And because one one of the main one of the reasons people gave for them doing the thing in Perth was was so that Cody can finish the story. Yeah, at WrestleMania, thousand percent. I completely agree. 
And I Here's the thing. Go I ahead, Robin. Then I've got a thought about that. I think that's a load of shit. That's what I think. Okay. I mean, because okay. I'm sorry, they're not going to bend space and time so that you know, just for that one plot point, they're not going. Why not? They've done it before. When? When? How many times uh. have? How many times have they put the? How many times have they? Uh, let me explain it the way I'm thinking, because I'm I, I I threw myself off what I was trying to say. This is the problem I have with Rock coming back now. Is we have just moved past the time period where the biggest criticism. Hell, I don't know if you stopped watching too, Jason, but both of you guys, DJ and Rob, stopped watching. We just left a time period where the biggest criticism and one of the biggest reasons people said they stopped watching was. No new guys were getting built. Everybody was getting fed to all the older guys or all the part-timers or all the this, that, and the other. It's the reason Punk went off on his shit in the first place, right? That was the thing that started him and then the injuries and all the other shit, right? And we finally moved past that. Finally got to a point where the, the current guys got the big moments. The current guys got the big spots. The current guys were given the reverence that they needed to be given in order for Roman to be treated like one of the all-time greats. Robin's to be on his way to be treated like one of the all-time greats, right? And then we're going to come back now. Roman is there. We, when, if, when Roman, if Roman goes away, when Roman goes away, whatever, we have to build next. There are wrestling stars, and then there are mainstream stars. Cody is on the verge of that precipice of becoming a mainstream star, Right? We're going to keep pushing him back because Rock wants to come and play wrestler again? Yes. For a match everybody knows he's going to lose? Yes. Yep. Well, then good for you. I think that's bullshit. That makes me not want to watch. And again, I'm not, I'm, when I say good for you, I'm not being facetious. Genuinely, if that's what you like, that makes you happy, genuinely, I, I wish I could get there. I don't give a fuck about Rock Rowan at this point. It's too late. The time in which I would have been excited about it, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that when he said said at the head of the table, it didn't put shields on my spine. It did, because I never expected them to fucking say it. But we're three years too late, bro. Especially in your city. What the fuck <sighs> you and Roman got to do with Philly? That was part so, of my promo at the time. I'm like, yeah, now you come crawling back. Yeah, now you want right. to do it at well, a time when we've built a four-year storyline. Also, let's talk about this. I know you guys, and particularly again, speaking of Rob and Jason, are gun co on him breaking Hogan's record. That's cool. I, Honestly, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Well, I know a lot I'm of not, people. Well, I'm, not, well, no. I'm not. I'm I think not. they. Are. I'm not gung ho. I just think it's happening. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm I th- not exactly. I'm. I'm not gung ho because well, of, because of the fact that let's if they're going to do it. Oh, I'm sorry. If, okay. I'm not gung ho because go. if they're going <laughs> to do it, that's a whole another year. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm gung ho for them to for Roman to break fucking Bruno's record, but I I yeah. I don't think, want that. You know, I don't. Well, think, that's that's the fan yeah. speaking. That's not the record. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I have to be realistic here. That better not happen. I mean, they're pushing it by breaking Hogan's record if they do that. Um, I I don't even want to see him touch Bruno's record. We we well, are, yeah, that's not gonna happen. We are on the verge. I think, just in my humble opinion of alienating the entire fan base with with one dude holding the title in an episodic er- era where we know more, we see more, we do more, and then Roman ain't even coming to work half the damn time. And Roman's my favorite wrestler, maybe of all time. 
And I'm on the verge of saying, I don't really give a fuck about this guy no more. I'm close to it because they're like, what's the point? So we're going to go another fucking WrestleMania with him winning again? Like, it just doesn't, we, we built this whole, it, it, if, if now it goes back to the wrong decision was made last year. Because if we were just going to get to Rock Roman, Cody should have fucking won last year. Because then Cody could have won. We could have had the Bullet Club, Bullet Club, I'm sorry, the Bloodline Civil War could have still happened. Roman could have won the belt back. We could have got to this. But now, everything that's happened this year has been for nothing. Roman hadn't showed up half the fucking year. Cody had to fight Brock for no fucking reason. And Rock decided to come back the second Cody's building up his heat to go and 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 run back like the when when punk came back immediately every human being alive that watches wrestling knew punk rollins night one roman cody night two that's done with rock back now and yes i, I believe in the whole jr adage it's good to have more questions than answers not in this situation i i just think he's complicated and un, unnecessarily complicated scene for nothing, for for a match that ain't really gonna be the best, and I don't care about in-ring shit, but ain't really gonna be the best aesthetically, and he gonna lose anyway. Everybody mm. knows Rock is losing. Bro, Cody and Roman are gonna look awesome on the SummerSlam poster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you're telling the truth. You're I, telling the truth. And listen, uh, okay, I don't, I honestly, I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna, they're going to have him get past Hogan because that that's in September. Yeah. And so, which means that if he breaks that in September, that means you do, that means you're, you're going all the way until 41 for him to lose. And yeah. I, because him losing think, is a WrestleMania moment. Well, I think Agreed. you can do it at SummerSlam. No, I, 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 think, SummerSlam. I think it's can. WrestleMania or random as hell. So I think you yeah. can do it at SummerSlam. You can Oh, oh no! I think I think look, okay. if we get past this WrestleMania, I think even uh, money in the bank's on the table. Let's know. wrap like, this back around. I mean, a cash in, like if we get past WrestleMania 40 and Roman Reigns is still champion, I will believe you if you say we're on the clock. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's and wrap back around to something that Ray, point Ray was trying to make earlier. WrestleMania, let's face it, is their big show of the year. They build it's it's basically like Comic Con for wrestling nerds. Is okay. WrestleMania week? They have everything. Indie promotions come from all over the fucking country and congregate around the city, and they all put themselves in the black for WrestleMania weekend. That's usually where they all make their money is that weekend. So it's still always going to be the biggest show. However, if you want to make these other shows, and this is on, you know, piggybacking off a of race point, seem as important or almost as important, Cody Rhodes on any other show other than WrestleMania beating Roman Reigns makes sense. Because you've automatically, you legitimize that show, that premium live event with that moment. So oh, if... Don't get me wrong. As much as I decried everything, my butthole was clenched. When Drew McIntyre had home field advantage at oh, yeah. six thirty in the afternoon on a Saturday, I'm not gonna lie, they that, got me. I thought sold. I thought Drew was taking it home that night. I thought he I, they got me. I was I was on pins and needles, pals. Yeah, so. I, I thought that was Drew's night. So can, can I can I tell y'all a secret? 
I'm probably gonna get crucified for this. Oh boy. Which is go. which which is fair because even I'm disgusted me saying this, but I've come to the conclusion. I think long title reigns are overrated. Yeah. Um. I'll okay. say if we I, weren't in the middle of an historic run with my favorite guy, I'd probably agree with you because that's the only reason I, why I'm I cool with because he's my Seth, favorite guy. I would even tell you Seth might have held his title too long, and it's only Seth, been what. Gunther has held his title too long. I'm the biggest Seth Gunther, Rollins mark in go, the room. Man. I wanted Shinsuke to beat Seth. I've wanted Drew to beat. I love Seth Rollins. I live right in. Die with Seth Rollins, man. Right. I wanted Nakamura to win. I wanted Drew to win because it's time for Seth to move into something different. It's yep. time for somebody well, else to hold that belt up and give us some new directions. Some fre- we need to freshen it up. Well, I, and, I, and let's be and let's be honest about ourselves. I have said on this show very uh, several times that whenever it does happen. I'm really excited to see post championship Roman Reigns, Reigns rather, because that guy is going to be an absolute fucking lunatic. Seth Rollins' best character work came when he wasn't even a fucking champ. Right. He built this crazy whatever the fuck you want to call this iteration of himself My without God. a championship. He's a visionary. He, he built that. Without a champ, without a championship. Seth notoriously is not a great champion, but well, that's, yeah. that's the thing. He's also. a guy who's always yeah. better with the chase. He sees this generation sting. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting. Like said, what man, we are hot on okay, the road to WrestleMania. Can, can, can well, I give and, my two cents on long title reigns? Oh, oh sure, sure. Go ahead, okay. sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Um, I just say it. Okay, I think. A year is fine. I think when you get to if you get to a year. Unless you have some more, if you have some more stories to tell to make things interesting, then you can keep going. But I think if you get, when you get to a year or you get close to a year, or if you just, or if you don't have any stories to tell, then they shouldn't just hang on to it. Cause I know, like, cause um, our boss seems to think that Rhea Ripley is going to stay champion for a whole nother year. No. And um, and they don't have any stories. They haven't had any story. They haven't had any stories for her. I mean, they've had a couple of little feuds, and they build to the pay per view match or whatever. But they haven't really had any stories for her as champion. There's there's no story to her title reign at all. She's just and the to, leader to of the go another day. so to go another year. She um, makes Twitter horny. That's her story. Oh well, okay. But I mean, hey. oh yes, hey. yes sir, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's you know. And um, to your point, Rob, we've had a million like I'm not, let me not be facetious. Maybe five or six in the past few years that have reached a year. Like we've gotten, it's been too many in recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's um, there's got to be like well, and and then and then like look, well then at the same time, this uh, I mean, it, it all depends, right? Do you have stories? Is there a story for, of the title reign? Do you have do you have stories that go into the title defenses? Um, I don't think now. Look, I I still I do not y'all know I do not believe in the everybody gets a turn thing. If we're if we're just doing title changes just because, you know for the sake of moving it around, I think I don't think that's a good idea. Right. But the champ I, should have a story to tell. Yeah, and it shouldn't just be. 
That's it. You know, it, you know, it shouldn't just be, we'll win it today, lose it in three months, you know. Cause, right. Yeah. Well, winning a title can be a story. Yeah. It can. But then the problem is, like, unlike, you know, losing a title, you, you know, you kind of re- regress to the mean. Uh, obviously, you, you're you changed as a character, I'm sure, as a former champion. But, I mean, winning a title, yes, is a character step, but there's no choice as to what you can do. You have to do next. So you kind of have to have a prove it time as champion unless you're really just hot potatoing it to somebody else. Well, my point is, like, when Miz just won his second world title and then literally handed that bitch over to Bobby Lashley, that was a story. It, it was, yeah. and it's and it's on brand yeah. for the Miz. Right. Yep. So, I tell you what, we still have three and a half months until WrestleMania. We are going to have plenty more opportunity to beat the brakes off of Roman and Rocky, Cody and whoever, Punk and whoever, Seth and whoever. We've got a lot going on, a lot to talk about. You can listen to all of those all of that at thechairshot.com with all your favorite podcasts over there. We are going to move on. We got some other stuff to tackle real quick. Uh, Rob wanted to throw a quick shout out to Samoa Joe. Samoa yeah. Joe capturing the AEW World Championship over the weekend. Thought that was pretty dope. Uh, I, I understand it is part of a plot point, but good to see Samoa Joe still being relevant, you know, in this day and age. Look, Samoa Joe has been maybe the brightest spot of AEW television over the past year. At least, for, in my opinion, at least. Um, and I and look, he he's somebody who I genuinely look forward to watching. You know, the, the little bit of AEW television I do watch, he is one of the people who I genuinely look forward to watching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and look, we all and we all been big fans of him here, and we all look, we all wish he was still in WWE. Okay, very much so. I love um, Joe's run. Yeah, and. No argument. And so, I mean, you know, it, it, it sucks for us that, you know, that things ended there the way that they did. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's always nice to see somebody, you know, later in their career get, get one more chance to do something big. And so it also doesn't really, feel like, sorry, Rob, to interrupt, but it also doesn't feel like a, a token or an attaboy. Yeah, like there was like actually he, he is the no. no, he's legitimately the champion. Joe, be- yeah. Joe looks like he belongs in that. And he, yes, for my money, he may be the first guy since maybe the first guy Jericho who looks like they belong with that championship. And like they're they, I you think know, they had Mox a, looks good with it. I they, I'm so checked out on John Moxley <laughs> these days, man. man um, but I don't know if you guys. Saw hey, it. hey, I don't hey, know enough about Hangman to care either way. Hang, hang but Moxley, I'm so checked out on him these days. Hang, Hangman Whoa. is a guy who does wrestling. Movies. You tell him I'm sorry. Hangman, Hangman Friend is of the family, who, the Moxleys. We love hang, those people. Hangman Moxley is a guy who's good, Hangman's a guy who is good at doing wrestling moves. We'll disagree on that all the time. I think I think. Adam Hangman Page has one of the most nuanced wrestling characters in 20 years. Okay. Now, okay. The other shit about him, <clears throat> you can say what you want, but I think his character is one of the most built, nuanced, and and layered wrestling characters in 20, 30 years. Okay. I'll take your word and, for it. I don't, yeah, watch, I don't know enough One day me. I'll break that down for y'all. Okay. Go. Oh uh, uh, no, Ray. Honestly. Go check out Adam Page at that at the first day of All Out. Just go watch oh, no. that. No, he lost for a reason. Yes, I am with no, you. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, he's a different dude now. That guy has evolved. Like, that guy is a whole oh, yeah. different character. Like, yeah, he, no, he's a completely different. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to fight you on that one. Definitely. All right. Let's move on to one last little piece of business here. Uh, again, heavily speculated over the last several weeks. Uh, the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks, currently Mercedes Monet. Will she, won't she? The dirt sheets, the dirtiest of the dirt sheets, the news with the Z sites have been back and forth. She showed up on AEW TV, what, four or five months ago? She was out in the crowd. And they made a big deal of her being there. She was at Wembley. She was at the Wembley show. She was at the Wembley show. Okay, she was at the Wembley show. Made a big deal out of her being there. And then crickets. Nothing. They don't mention her. Nothing. She's obviously been injured. She injured herself over in Japan. So she hasn't been actively working anywhere. Then in the latter weeks of 2023, speculation that WWE was sending out feelers, probably interested. That's a no-brainer. They're always going to be interested in Sasha Banks. Then there was the, the, the news, again with a Z, that they had probably made a deal and that it looked like she might be coming back. Her social media was very cryptic in a lot of um, a lot of ways that, you know, she threw out a happy holidays thing that the way she lined it up, it said happy, Triple H. Happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. All I want for Christmas is money. Is the money. And <laughs> it laid out Triple H, so a lot of people thought that. And then she threw some things on her Instagram that was uh, reminiscent of her WWE and NXT career. Um, so, that again, the speculation amongst the, the Internet was that, okay, this looks like WWE bound. Let's let's pick this apart for a minute. I don't want to go too long here because this is a subject that we'll probably have more to talk about in the next few weeks as more is revealed. If Tony Khan did pay twenty five, is, is planning on paying Sasha, the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks, twenty five million dollars over the next five years. One, fucking awesome from her. Two, he's a fucking idiot. Okay. Because he is not getting a return on that investment. Now, I won't say Sasha Banks doesn't move the needle because she does. I'm a fan. I hated to see her leave. I understand every reason why she left. I miss seeing her on my TV. She is not returning $5 million a year worth of money plus profit to Tony Khan. It's not happening. If I'm wrong, somebody please correct me. Well, let me let me let me if you don't mind, let me jump in here. First and foremost, you're not wrong, but I think this is why I try to differentiate <clears throat> the difference between Tony Khan's money and Vince McMahon's money. And now it Vince McMahon's money doesn't matter anymore because they're private again. Mm-hmm. Or public, you know what I'm saying? They're owned by somebody again. But the point I'm tra- the point is that every cent of Vince McMahon's money is revolves around and goes into the business. Right. Right. So Tony Khan has this well Scrooge McDuck level of money that he can go into. So his company can be like completely in the in the in the red and doesn't matter because he can always go in his pocket and pull out this extra money. Right. So <clears> for him, whether the company is viable or not, doesn't matter because his daddy already told him this year inheritance spend it while you're alive. I don't give a fuck. So, right. Five mil twenty five to him. He don't need to get uh, anything back from it as long as he can say, I got the toy I want today, daddy. And Sasha is a great toy to have when you're trying to take away from WWE. and You're trying to say, I have the best wrestlers in the world. Well, there's not four women's wrestlers better in the world than Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks. So that's a great thing for him. Funny thing, uh, unfortunately for him is he ain't going to book her right. 
and that's the reason why she ain't signed, in my opinion, because she know he ain't gonna book her right. But I'll damn sure go to a place I don't want to go to for five million dollars. You bet your ass. That's Seth Rollins' money. Seth Rollins makes like five million a year. Yeah. So like that's crazy money for I'm not gonna be so uh, ignorant to say for a woman to make no. But for a person who's not one of the top draws of your company, for a person you can't guarantee is going to get three segments a week. And like, for somebody who might very well walk out on your company if she gets pissed off. Well, there's there's that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too deep down that well, but it, it, there is a level, a preponderance <clears throat> of that. But to the whole Sasha hey, it's thing, just, Sasha, it's the same. To be to be fair to certain people. It's the same risk that uh, WWE is taking right now with with one of the uh, guys who's Phillip, probably going to main event WrestleMania. Exactly. And and to that head hunt the head head honcho did make the point. If Punk can do it, you know we yeah. Um, yep. But to the whole Sasha thing, we're in the world now where WWE is reportedly signed or signing or signed Julia. Naomi, aka Trinity, is in talks to come back. And this is all again news with the Z. Speculation. Right? Yeah. Speculation. We know Liv is on her way back. Raquel's on her way back. Um, there was another one. Oh, Jade is about to debut. And Camille from NWA is a free agent. That'd wow. be a nice pickup for WWE, don't you think? Camille doing a, a year and a half bid in NXT? Yeah. That could be fun. I'll take those over Sasha individually because of the multitude of what you can do with those people. Sasha, maybe if you lay every woman in WWE that's 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 currently signed, if you lay them out right now in order of importance, Sasha's right behind Bex. Sasha's yeah. I'm sorry, Rob. I think Oh no, <clears throat> you know you heard me off. Oh, yeah. we're, we're not you no know one's gonna fight you on this one. Yeah. No. Um and, yeah, so so I'm not um, how many of them have hung out with Baby Yoda? I'm the the, the beauty of what Sasha did was, and I'm I'm actually happy she got hurt, not because I wanted to be hurt, but because it just built her up bigger because she stayed as relevant without having to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. She showed the true power of her value and her name. Yeah. Which is why, while again news with a Z, I can believe the speculation that she was like. I want all the money. And eventually Hunter's like, wait a minute now, let's be real about this. Like, you deserve money. What are we doing here? And yeah. she walked away. I can believe that conversation. I don't know that it actually happened. I can believe that because Sasha has shown the only thing that, and also one more thing, I'm sorry, I don't mean to vamp. With the way that her and Trinity left WWE and they walked out and I'm against Ninety percent of all of that, I blame on Sasha and, and Naomi. But the one thing that I have their back on is reportedly the way they were spoken to and treated in that conversation, like talked down, treated less than human, especially for black women. I got you on that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to give me some get back if I'm coming back here, right? So if it's gonna be a a, a better paycheck that shows that I have some clout. Or something in my contract that shows that I something you got to give me some get back for the way I was spoken spoken fucking to. Yeah, because this is still the place of employment. So I feel like I get that, which is why I interpret Sasha and Naomi Mercedes and Trinity are two different wavelengths. Trinity is a wrestling star. Mercedes is a becoming a mainstream star, right? 
Right. Trinity also has a literal direct connection to to the first family of the WWE. So like Trinity has been on record of saying that how much she misses riding with her husband. So like Sasha Sasha's never acclaimed Mikazi. She don't give a fuck. Right. So so Trinity's gonna go back regardless. When it's right for her and advantageous for her, she's gonna go back regardless. Sasha don't need WWE. And you know what? Good on her. All right. Jason, you got any thoughts on this? Sasha, AEW, WWE, do you care? Do you have a preference? Uh, I don't. I want her to do whatever she's happy with, honestly. It's like, hand to God, swear to God, whatever. You know what? Uh, AEW will probably be way cooler about doing uh, the Mandalorian gimmick entrances and stuff like that. So give me that because I want that. You're talking to the guy who's at is on Twitter at Jedi Fett. So yeah, give me more Mandalorian content and whatnot. Seriously though, do whatever makes you happy. What I would want, yeah, come back to WWE. Like, of course, you know, get and Rob, you were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. We, I forget who just signed a big contract. I think it was it Charlotte. Yeah. And and then and then and you were saying Rob and I agreed with you. And then when. When uh, Bailey is up next year, uh, Bailey should walk in there and ask for more than Charlotte asked. Got. And then when you know whoever is up next year, that that next year, like Becky again or whoever, she should go in. And Sasha fits right in there, so she should she should walk in there and be like, yeah, give me more than give me more than Charlotte. There's a reason Bailey's favorite. There's a reason Bailey's favorite to win the Royal Rumble this year. Just say it. Yeah. Hey, exactly. You do. Okay. You do. Business that. never stops. Yep. Yeah. Rob, how about you? Mercedes, Sasha Banks, AEW, WWE, you got a preference, uh, don't care? Well, the, 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 the former union officer in me says that labor should get paid in as many different places as possible because if they're all rushing, if everybody's rushing to beat down the same door to go work, it's eventually going to bite you in the ass. Because at some point, the supply is going to be bigger than the demand. And they're not going to pay people as much because they won't have to. Because we've they seen, don't pay. We've seen that cycle in WWE already. They don't They don't pay in you. In the last 10 years. They don't pay you it's out of altruism. Only- they, they don't pay you out of altruism. Yep. They don't pay you because you deserve it. They pay you because they have to. Negotiated <laughs> it. Okay, this 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 is this is Jimmy Hoffa over here talking, okay? They pay you, they pay you when they have to. It ain't what you deserve, it isn't what you've earned, it isn't because they're nice. They pay you when they have to. And that's okay? your PSA from your local teamster, Mr. Rob Bonnet. <laughs> they pay you when they have to. Your federal employee. And who was who was a union officer in, in, in the yep. federal employee union. And let me tell you, even though we have civil service protections and everything, there's still executive people at the top level of these agencies who act just like these damn business owners. Okay. They they act no better. At the end of the day, it's all about the bottom line. And well, it's not even about the bottom line. It's because they're control freaks and they just it's their playground and they're control freaks and they're assholes. Well, okay? there's that too. Could okay. You, could you, and, could you say but, it's all about the Monet? No, it's no, it's it's not no, it's not even about it. It's about control. Let me. Can I get my pun? Can I get my pun off? No. Get your pun pun before we get out of here. See, no. Get your pun, and then we're going home. 
you got me fired up here, okay? Because Uh-oh. ownership, your ownership. No, does you know you what? It's no, not about the Monet. You know, it's you know about being the does? boss. You know what ownership does when they can get away with it? You know what they can do? You know what they do the first chance they get? They fuck you. That's they fuck they you do. in the drive-thru. Okay. That's Ow. that's why, and that's why she's coming back, guys. Because it's not about the Monet. It's about being the boss. And so, the the Clever. again the the union Thank officer you. in me would rather her go to AEW and get a shit ton of money from Kony Khan because. It's not enough for AEW to exist as an option if nobody ever exercises the option. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. And it's also okay. Fair. It's like you have you, to Diana Perazzo signing. Have, have you heard of? Yeah. Yep. Heard of Chekhov's gun? You've heard of that? Yeah. No, you haven't. Okay, it's a nerd literary reference. Yeah, okay. I have. Oh, I'm sorry. You I'm see sorry. it in act. You see it in act one, and it blows somebody away in act five. You, you, you don't Chekhov's introduce gun. it if you if you're not going to use it, basically. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Mr. Cash, your pun before we get out of here. Oh, that was it. The money. Yeah, it's all, the money. all about the money. The money. You, you, okay. Don't don't build up something so bad. It's okay. 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 It was pretty bad. Yeah, we we we, we yeah. ended this show. We ended this show on a dud joke grenade. Um. <laughs> it's not a, see, It's not about the money. It's about the control. All right. Well, oh, we have funds off. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. Yes. Okay. Everything burns. It's How about we quit it's while we're ahead? So, it has been one hell of a volatile episode of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. One hell of a fun way to kick off the new year. Hopefully, 2024 is better to everyone than 2023 was. Even if 2023 was an awesome year, I hope 2024 is a super awesome year for you. And if 2023 was the shits, I hope 2024 is less shitty for you. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Part of the ChairShot Radio Network. Again, you can find us on thechairshot.com. Going to go back around the room here and thank my co-host. Going to start with our guest host, Mr. Ray Cash. Sir, thank you for making it. I was uh, I was glad you answered the call tonight. Yeah, man, you know, you know, you thought you knew me when you, when you tried to do the call him last minute, but I answered early this time. You did. You did. I was like, I, I threw the rundown to Ray. I'm like, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. So he can grab his little whiteboard and his little marker, and he can make his little notes. Now he jumped right in cold and Adam Cole Adam, Adam Copeland told me to ask you you think you know me but you oh. don't <laughs> um, uh, I guess I got to promote myself right Please do yeah throw your stuff out there Um yeah I ain't really doing shit you know like You sound like me Bro look I'm trying to I'm trying to retire Tony would I let me <laughs> Um but but I I guess you you can follow me at www.myspace.com/itsraycash Yes <laughs> Yes, you guys are on my top eight. Uh, my space, my space. <laughs> hey, I, I, I have I've I've mentioned to many people I will never ever promote Elon's website again. So if you read between the lines, you go and find me. All right, <laughs> Mr. Rob from the Rob the Genius Podcast, sir. Thank you. And it, and it's good to be here representing your local forty-seven. Right. <laughs> 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 and jason sir another fun episode good start to the new year my friend oh and i gotta apologize for to ray i got a little hot with you we no, got a little hot about the uh no, the no. wrestlemania thing no i did because you know what it's just because to me as soon as he said it it was clear as day and it sounds like it was to you too um but i will say that you successfully I agree that now now there is a timeline where that happens, and I, we could be in that timeline. 
It's all love, my brother. It's just a good. It, it, it's always a good conversation, you know, back and forth. No worries. Now, Rob, I appreciate you. Fuck that. You can't dude. retire. But you, no, <laughs> please do. Okay, okay. I love you, Rob. I'm just playing. <laughs> and I am the man who has absolutely zero control on this show. The guy with the award-winning beard, DJ. This has been the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. So much for. Thank you so much for joining us in the new year, riding with us this whole time. Um, remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. And we're out of here until next week. Ring, ring. Let me uh, stop recording here. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.